Imagine having the life of your dreams. Not temporary cash and glory, but happiness and inner peace. Explore new ways to be a creator and take your own journey into greatness. Is it possible? What does it take to make that happen? It takes the person known for extreme results. He's called the cage breaker and the ultimate catalyst. Coming back from the brink of death and now crushing it for himself and his clients, this is your Ultimate Life Podcast with Kellen Flukiger. Hello. Today, again, and welcome. Episode 627 of Your Ultimate Life. And I hope you're watching this on video. If you're not, you need to jump on over to the YouTube channel, Ultimate Life Formula. Yay! This is episode 627. Today, we're talking about the, the 15th of 16 elements in mastering your monsters. Now, remember, the monsters are those things that <clears throat> show up in our lives that seem to get in the way. And I call them monsters because they sometimes seem insurmountable. They seem like they're too big and it's too hard to control and I can't do this and I can't do that. And we have all kinds of stories about them. And I wanted to debunk that. And that's what this series is about. And today's You Can Take Control. So we've talked about fear and not good enough and all the, the ones that we've discussed. And at the end of the day, there's one key principle. And maybe there's more than one, but today we're going to talk about one key principle that really is determinative of your ability to master your monsters, take control of your life, and create the kind of life you want, what I call your ultimate life, a life of purpose, prosperity, and joy that you create by serving with your divine gifts. Now, I'm part of a couple of Facebook groups. One is called Service and Prosperity, or Cre Service and Creativity for the Prosperous Coach, and that's run by Steve Chandler and Melissa Ford, and they're both beautiful people. I know them personally and well, and I love the work that they do, and they're about service, and they're living a life of fabulousness, right? They are, and they live that because they serve, and they live that because of the title of this segment, and that is You Can Take Control. Now, the reason I said at the top, I hope you're seeing the video, is because behind me I've got two roads. And what that really is, is it's a picture. It's a picture of the very setup that I'm looking at. This is my podcasting setup. And if you see right over, whoops, this shoulder here, there's the camera that I'm actually using. Now, this is just a picture, and I've used it as a background. But I did it because I wanted to illustrate the two roads. There's one on one screen and one on the other. And here is the you get to take control because the choice you make is victim or owner. Are you going to choose the victim way or are you going to choose the owner way? And I had the opportunity just recently, a couple of days ago, to do a, a really good podcast guest segment. And I was on a show that is aimed at veterans and principally veterans, but also first responders that have been in the service and have likely seen combat and some other difficult things 
that have that kind of permanent devastating impact that the horror of true warfare where people are trying desperately to kill each other that, that what that has on people and so many of those folks come back damaged a little or a lot and how they act depends on the environment they come back to healthy or not and it also depends completely on this you can take control so you have the victim and you have the owner kind of road that you can take and we've talked about this before but i cannot overemphasize the the importance of this decision and it plays in the smallest things so, for example, you get up in the morning. I'm tired. I don't want to get up. That's a victim statement. I'm tired may be a true reflection of how the body feels at that moment. What that means is where the victim versus owner distinction comes. And I've had a lot of practice with this. I've gone through when I was a kid. We had to get up early, 5 o'clock. And exercise and do a bunch of stuff because we had family breakfast at 6 a.m. And, you know, it, it, and I did that, too, when I was raising my kids. And, but it was required. I had to do it. So I learned this idea that I was supposed to, and then I resented it. And then in my adult life, after I dealt with depression for 35 years and all of the nonsense that came from that that you've heard about on other episodes, I still felt like I have to do this. And I fought against it, and so consequently it was hard. I was the victim in that case of my own idea. I have to do this. I don't want to do it. Nobody wants to do this. When I changed, and this was all inside me, nobody came, nobody came over to the house and fixed me. I didn't, you know, do some magic thing. I decided to own my life. I can get up anytime I want or not. What do I want to create? What do I want to create with my life? What do I want to take control of? How do I want to do this? And the minute I jumped in with that idea, getting up in the morning, my body wasn't any less tired. I'm going to get to that in a minute. But my attitude changed. I can get up or not get up. What do I want to have done when I go to bed tonight? If I'm tired when I wake up, then there's some questions. Am I getting good sleep? Am I going to bed early enough? Am I taking care of my body so that I can feel good? Am I exercising enough during every day so that I'm tired when I go to bed and I can get up refreshed? Like there's a bunch of stuff that have to do with good sleep. A lot of it has to do with your mental preparation. Do you meditate before bed? Do you, you know, consume caffeine late? Do you do other things that keep you awake? Computer screen late at night, blue blocking rays, and it's all kinds of things to play with to get enough sleep. But the point is deciding to play with them is your decision. Deciding to jump in and see what you can do with those, it's up to you, right? Nobody can make you do it. And why wouldn't you take ownership of that? You know what that's like? That's like going on vacation and not taking advantage of any of the, of the amenities of the resort. So you go, on, go to a resort, you buy a package. I went to an all-inclusive resort uh, on Jamaica yeah, once. And I've been to more than one, but I, this particular one, there were lots of things included, right? And t just tons of stuff. I could have sat in my room and done nothing. Or I could take advantage of those things. That's the victim versus owner. Life presents a massive smorgasbord of staggering opportunities to get rid of all the monsters, the fear, the not good enough, 
the it's too late, the I have no time, all the things that we've dealt with, you can get rid of them right now, today. It's all a dance up here, and no one can prevent you from that victory, but no one can give it to you either. So this is where the victim-owner distinction is so important. It is only in your hands. No one can take it away from you, and nobody can do it for you. So this is a call to action. This is a shout, a scream, and it's also a weeping pleading with you. Make a choice to take ownership of your life. I don't care what's going on around you. You can't fix everything all at once. I realize that. Nobody has a magic wand, but you can do 1% better. Now, this is the choice that I'm illustrating with these two roads behind me. You can choose to stay where you are. That is a legitimate, real choice you can have. And some people like that. They like to stay where they're at and complain. And uh, that's more fun and more comfortable than taking fierce ownership and then making out of your life what you want. Some people are afraid of that because they're afraid they can't make anything. Some people have a story that no matter what I do, it'll fail. Well, you don't know. And the future is always unwritten unless you allow the past to write it. So the biggest first choice you have to make is, are you going to take control of the levers of your life? Are you going to pick the road that you go down? As that famous poem, The Road Less Traveled, right? I chose the road less traveled, and that has made all the difference. The majority of people that I meet and that I follow or see or watch not the ones that I follow on purpose, like on social media or posting, because I follow owners. I follow people that are fiercely creating. I follow people that have demanded and have taken control of the levers. That's who I follow, and I read their posts, and I get inspiration, and I buy their books, and I, on purpose, do the things that I'm going to talk about in a minute to create every day. The circle around you is what determines, you know, the people that are closest to you really have a big impact on who you are, what you believe you can do, how far you level up. They really do. So surround yourself with people who are encouraging you, who are pushing you, who are lifting you, who are blessing you, and at the same time who allow you to encourage them, who allow you to bless them, who allow you to serve them. Service is a reciprocal activity. I love to serve you. I would love for you to serve me. Reciprocal service is how we're built. I don't expect anything. Like I'm not sitting waiting for somebody to call me up and do something. But when that's offered, I'd love to graciously say yes, thank you, and accept the compliment, the service, the offer, the action. And so choose right now. The Bible somewhere says, choose you this day who you will serve, right? Well, here's two roads behind me. One goes one way and one goes the other way. You get to make a choice. And you have to reaffirm that choice every day, right? And even if you choose a road you don't like, there's always a way to get back on the road of progress. So it's never too late. doesn't matter how many times you've chosen the victim road. You can choose the owner road right now. Now, here's the daily process that I have. I have a morning routine, a morning ritual, a morning creation process. It's elaborate and it's complicated and it's long. Or it's really simple and joyful and fun. You know what? It's not rigid and it doesn't, stay exactly the same. It changes, but it goes around four things. Spiritual preparation, physical preparation, emotional and mental. Spiritual is meditation, prayer, reading sacred literature. Physical preparation is, you know, riding the elliptical or stretching or walking or shoveling snow on purpose to spend some time 
paying honor and waking up the body. E is a relationship. So I work on some relationships. I'll send notes and messages and love and kindness on purpose to repair relationships, to improve them, to nurture them. And M is mental, always reading in one of a pile of books. I got 20 or 30 books over here in a stack right over there. And that changes regularly. They come, Amazon brings me books and I read them and on and on and on. Now, that one, another integral piece is a document that I have that's called a PTAC, Personal Truth and Commitment. It's a document that evolves over time and it's a declaration of who I am in the world. Only because I said so, right? And when you make bold declarations, part of mine includes statements like, I am honesty and speak only truth. I am presence and radiate divine power. I am forgiveness and hold no angerness. Angerness. Whew. I am forgiveness and hold no anger, bitterness, or judgment toward anyone for anything, including myself. Well, those are really bold statements. And sometimes when I work with people who are sincere and they want to do more and be more in the world and create more prosperity and more opportunity... When I talk to them about that, they shy away from bold statements because it's like, I'm going to fail. I know I can't do that. Why would I say such thing and then I'll feel bad? Okay, don't declare greatly. Declare nothing and then be nothing. Those who dare greatly fail greatly. So carry a big blanket of forgiveness because your other option is to, to play small. Why would I do that? Why would you do that? You're a divine, powerful being. Why would you, why would you play in the, in the kiddie pool, as it were, right? Why would we do that? Well, you wouldn't, unless you don't want to be the owner. So I have a little statement that's also part of my d daily statement, and it says, if I, and not really if, when I fall or fail, because it's not if, it's when, right? We're human and we screw up. We make mistakes and we do dumb things on purpose. When I fall or fail from the things I have declared, I get up, fess up, clean it up, and recommit. That's all. And sometimes the getting up is easy and sometimes it's hard. Sometimes fessing up is easy and sometimes it's hard, real hard. Clean it up. That can be very difficult or simple. Sometimes you can't clean up things, things you've said that were unkind or things you've done that were wrong. But you do the best you can, and you can't live forever under the blanket of, I'm dead. That would mean anytime we ever do anything that can't be completely fixed, we're finished. Might as well end it all. Okay, God, take me. I'm done. I screwed up. It's over. Nothing can be done now. That's nonsense. It's just utter and absolute not true. Nonsense, right? Get up, fess up, clean it up, and recommit. Go after that bold thing that you know you can be. Take control of your life because you can, and because from that place of declaration and control, you can do the most good. You can add good to the world. You can add kindness to the world. You can add love to the world. You can be a beacon of light, a vessel of love, a conduit of power, someone who really makes a difference. And in that process, I know for sure you will live your ultimate life. Open your heart. 
Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope that you take it deeply into your heart and decide for yourself how you can create anything you desire. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. As always, we'd love to hear your feedback and topic suggestions. Until tomorrow, this is Your Ultimate Life with host Kellen Flukiger. Stand with your heart in the sky and your feet.